everybody, Chris Gethard here. Welcome to a very special thing on New Jersey is the World. This is a deep dive. Now, if you've been subscribed to our Patreon, you know that each month we do a thing where we use a random number generator to pick the name of a New Jersey town, and we talk about everything we know about that town off the top of our heads. And sometimes we know a lot. We have experiences there. We we have stories and anecdotes and know the history. Sometimes it's a, a joyous scramble to find anything about a place where we've never been. Sometimes it's a disaster. That's part of the fun. Uh, but it's thus far just been for our patrons. But I tell you, we recorded this one, and uh, it went down some roads, as the deep dives often do. But this one went down a specific place that led to a mystery and a very strange thing where we said, this has got to go out in the main feed. So I'm going to go ahead and record a special thing for our patrons to replace this this month. And this month we're, we're releasing our deep dive out into the wild. And you will soon see why. It starts to deal with a weirdly iconic New Jersey sports figure and some very, very unexpected and downright mysterious things about this person's past and output. And this needs to become an open conversation that's not on the Patreon. So patrons, don't fret. We'll replace this with a, another piece of content this month. For anybody out there who has not subscribed to the Patreon, I tell you, we don't push it that hard. Uh, maybe if we did, it would be, you know, blowing up more. But we got a lot of great stuff on there is the point. So I'm also glad to give you a little taste of the type of stuff that happens back there. We also have South Jersey is also the world. We have the Garden State Gagoots, which is our... Uh, voicemail-driven show where we react to your voicemails. We also have monthly live streams where we talk about uh, current events in New Jersey, and they usually just devolve into a bunch of guests coming in and hanging out and us all doing bits in the chat. It's a really fun Patreon over there at patreon.com slash New Jersey's the world. This deep dive is just a taste of it. But again, this one brought to the surface some mysteries we hadn't heard of before. And it's worth broadening out the discussion as much as possible because this is important stuff. When you find out about something like this, you need the world to hear about it. So we're sending it out to everybody. Thanks to everybody who listens, who supports the show, especially to our patrons. And again, you're going to get something to replace this over at the Patreon this month. And hey, if you've been out there and you've been thinking about joining the Patreon, just know that it allows us to keep it going. It allows us to justify barely the amount of time that we put into it. So thanks in advance for thinking about it and checking it out. And if you can get to the bottom of this mystery, if you can help us hear this song, you will be a hero. Enjoy. Hello to all of our patrons. Welcome to Deep Dive. This is our monthly series where we use a random number generator. It lands on a number. That number corresponds to a town in New Jersey. And we figure out everything we can about that town on the spot. No research, no pre-production. <laughs> Sometimes it lands on towns where we have experiences and stories and knowledge of the history, and it's a beautiful thing. Other times we just sit here and slam our goddamn heads against the wall trying to come up with anything as we desperately search through Wikipedia and years-old news archives about various murders that have happened in that town. Uh, my name is Chris Gethard. It's a pleasure to be your host. I want to let you know that we are taping on a Tuesday night. This means that I am now officially on my shift. That's right, everybody. I volunteer for the volunteer ambulance squad. 
in my town now. So if a, a, a pager goes off, I'm just going to put down my mic and Mike D and Bonaduce, you're going to have to finish the episodes yourself. Mike D, are you ready to, uh, yes. ready to be the captain of this ship when I have to go out there and save the lives of Morris County, New Jersey? I'm not sure, but I know that it is taking every fiber of self-control that I have to not call in a f- prank ambulance call to the town where you live in. I have want to do this so bad because it is the perfect kind of mischief that I love, but I am resisting doing this. You know what you'd love is, so if the pager goes off, I'm, part, I'm signed up for the system where I immediately get a text message with a one sentence description of whatever the call is about. So it might say, you know, diabetic emergency, or it might say person having chest pains. So I do wonder what your prank call, what one sentence description it would lead to. The one, it would just say, ex- explosive diarrhea. Mm. <laughs> Mine would be eye out of socket. Person can't stop doing breakdancing moves up and down block. Warm injury. Excessive singles injury. Nikki Bonaduce, how you feeling tonight? Fantastic. I'm home. It's... Uh... A nice balmy Tuesday. Uh, looks like it's going to storm. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. All right. I think we. I think we get into it. What do you guys say? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get fire up the random number generator. Place a, Can we place bets? Sure. What's your bet? One twenty-one. Thirty-three cents. Oh, on the number of the town. Mike's thinking one twenty. Mike's betting number one twenty-one. Okay, that would be interesting if it landed on that. Going two sixty four. Nick's thinking, Mike, you you just you just laid out Summit, which we'd have some stuff to say. Oh, and Nick, two sixty four South Amboy mm. might be tough. Let's see what we land on. Dude, one in five sixty five. The only reason we'd ever push this number again is if it's a town we've already done. Let's see, it's landed on number seventy one. Oof, number seventy one tonight. Ooh, I believe we already talked about. West Long Branch. Tonight we'll be talking about the much larger Long Branch. Oh, good, good roll. Hmm. Long Branch. I like Long Branch a lot. First thing that comes to mind for me is I believe it's the home of uh, Windmill Hot Dogs and Max's, which is the other place across the street, and they have a little hot dog war. And I think it's generally agreed that Max's has, has a better product, but I have to say back in my meeting eating days, I did always enjoy that you got to eat inside an actual windmill, and I felt like those hot dogs were huge. That's the first thing that comes to mind for me. Anybody else? Initial Long Branch memories. Um, on the windmill thing, I have mixed feelings about windmill and whatever, um, but I'll always go for the smaller guy, not the windmill. And their hot dogs are right. They are big, but often... They're not cooked properly. They're usually cooked fast, just browned on the outside and like just not like heated all the way through. Okay. I think it's like a novelty. Okay. I don't know. Okay. And I don't like their logo either. It looks cheesy. Wow. Really slamming a New Jersey business here. Poor, poorly cooked, bad logo. Welcome to Windmill. Um, looks like that's actually in, yeah, that is in Long Branch. That is right there on Ocean Boulevard. That's the first one. That was the first windmill was in Long Branch? Let me see. Let me go to the website and find that out. Burgers, dogs, and cheese fries. I have always enjoyed their cheese fries. I will say that. See if I can find some history of the windmill. Too many pop-ups. It might just be the one I know best because that's the one from the direction I drive, right? 
when I'm coming north, I think you hit, I, hit, I think you hit that Long Branch one before any other windmill. I see no indication of their. Uh, Oh, there's there's a few of them out there in Long Branch. There's two. Um, Belmar, Asbury Park, and Red Bank as well. But yeah, no history that tells you which one was the first one. I have always associate Long Branch with, um, and I know a lot of this has disappeared now, but with these creaky old Victorian homes that used to be filled with... Uh, a lot of incredibly interesting punk kids that I knew. And I think a little bit of that still exists, but I, I used to really like visiting Long Branch and, you know, people would invite you down there for a show or to visit someone and you would show up at the place and it would be a mini Victorian mansion that was falling apart, gray garden style. And it would be filled with, it would basically be a, a punk house. And I loved that that existed at the shore, but also, I mean, Long Branch is a pretty easy train ride to New York City too, which always you know, is one of the other things I've, I've always really liked about, I've, I've always had a huge soft spot for Long Branch, one of my favorite Jersey towns. They have, um, they have a boardwalk also. I remember going there with, yep. I believe the haunted house where they'd always have somebody standing outside with their ghoul face on. And also it's the first time I went on the crazy twisty cup thing and almost flew off the boardwalk into the ocean with my sister as she was trying to push me off of it. I believe Long Branch is that stretch because Long Branch is one of those towns, right? That has the beach on the one side and the river on the other, right? I believe the Shrewsbury, right? Yeah. The Shrewsbury right there. And, and, and they're not that far. Like you could walk, you could probably walk from the beach to that river and you know, you could be, t have one foot in the ocean and then you could have your other foot in the river 15 minutes later. It feels like if that, and I think there's like a real famous, like a uh, trail or bike trail, that runs from one to the other now. That's very popular. I tell you, when I used to drive that stretch, and where you go, it's just you know you see a lot of those houses right there with the river on one side and the and the ocean on the other. You know that bridge over to Sandy Hook, you can kind of see down the river and you see all those houses. I I remember feeling as a young person when I first had a car, I would drive down to Asbury Park, or when I was driving for Weird New Jersey, I used to have to be in that area a lot feeling like that stretch was the pinnacle. Like, man, if you could own a house there, you'd made it. Because that felt to me like the most beautiful place. Now, of course, the more I've learned about home ownership and, and whatnot, you start to learn. Because Long Branch is also a traditional town, we all know. If the hurricanes are coming, the newsman is going to be posted up in Long Branch. This is, hmm. whenever you see that footage of somebody standing like on a, on a residential block with water up to their knees... The news people go there because you got the that river floods pretty quick, and I feel like Long Branch is one of those towns where they post up in for those sensationalistic uh, shots. It's almost like a barrier island because you have like the entire river and that huge body of water running behind it and hollowing out. It's connected to the state, like I get that, but it definitely has a lot of the same problems that that Long Beach Island has because you do have water on both sides of large parts of it yeah they got wiped out during sandy like completely yeah i tell you too because um i always used to have that feeling of like man if you could live right here with the ocean on the one side and the river right there on the other could it ever be better and and then i remember we all know one of the most famous sopranos locations oh yeah was in long branch and i just looked it up was it long branch i, I thought it was supposed to be like uh over the Manilokan Bridge, no? What, his beach house? Yeah, like when he was terrorizing the guy he wanted to buy it from. 
Oh, uh, wait, let's see. Oh, may- well, I just found a location, Beach Safe House. So maybe it's not that same. I know that house had a name, but there is, they did uh, have a Beach Safe House appearing in episode six or season six, episode 21. And that's, it was shot at a house on Ocean Terrace in, uh, in Long Branch. Hmm. So that one of their safe houses there. But when Tony was living, it, oh, that house had a name. I can't believe I'm forgetting it. Yeah, and it was the name of the episode too. And I also can't recall it right now. But that is that total life that I, I it made me feel very strange and like giddy and also, uh, also strange about myself that my dream life seemed to also mirror Tony Soprano's vision. Of, of a dream life. White caps. White caps. White caps. Which is actually in Seabright. Um, oh, okay. But they did also, they had another episode that uh, used a house in Long Branch. It says it's a humid subtropical climate, specifically, probably because of being around all those bodies or surrounded by bodies of water. No significant precipitation difference between seasons, huh? The list of notable residents on Wikipedia is impressively long compared to most towns. Hmm. So either this place generates a lot of notable people or there's a very diligent Wikipedia editor out here adding anyone of note. Just the climate section is way too extensive. Oh, Rick Cerrone is a Long Branch native. Hmm. Now let's talk about Rick Cerrone for a second. (laughs) I'm always down to talk about Rick Cerrone. <laughs> I'm glad he finally came up. It's it's long overdue. It's shocking to me that Cerrone hasn't come up thus far in the history of the show. Would you guys agree? I'm not a huge baseball fan. I mean, your brother Fran was the biggest baseball fan. Him and our friend Gorman. And- Bill is. Oh my God, yeah. Now, Rick Cerrone was a good player. I don't know if he was ever regarded as a great player, but growing up in Jersey in our era... Rick Cerrone was a name you heard a lot. Like there was an outside Rick Cerrone impact on my life based on his actual abilities as a player. Oh, definitely. I think uh, I, as a kid, was a huge Rick Cerrone fan. And I think because he, he was on the Yankees. Actually, I think he was on the Yankees twice. I'd have to look this up. But he was on the Yankees. He was a catcher. He had, you know, he was like a, he was in New Jersey, tough guy. So I think he very much connected with, uh, with Yankees fans from New Jersey. From Newark, it says, yeah. He went to Essex Catholic. So, you know, he had that judgment. Right. He had that judgment oh. under God. He got hazed. He had that jug. Jug will make you tough. That's, that's how you get to be a major league catcher. Seton Hall too, huh? Look at that. That's how I, I, I knew he had gone to Seton Hall University. So he was a huge Jersey guy. And it felt like you heard his name constantly in the 80s. But he wasn't great, and I knew it then. I think he, he was a, a solid... He was a career 245 uh, batter. Yeah. I mean, solid player. Look, a professional athlete who lasted for a long time in the bigs. I'm not sneezing at it. I'm just saying it's not like he was a Hall of Famer. 1980-84. Then he went to the Braves. Then he came back, 86th for one year. Wait, no, that's the Brewers. Then 87 to one year back at 87. Look at this. This is great. Oh, he was a Red Sox. You lose credit. If you're a Red Sox and then you become a Yankee, then it's good. But if you leave the Yankees, go to the Red Sox. Creskill at some point in the 90s. He's also lived in Teaneck, Montclair, and Woodland Park, formerly West Patterson. He has three daughters and commutes between homes in Woodland Park, Long Branch, and West Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it must be Florida. Hold on. 
Hold on. He had a long career, dude. Hold on. Uh, we j- I just found out the most important thing about Rick Cerrone, and I, I'm 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 so mad that it doesn't seem like I can find evidence of this. He stole bikes on the boardwalk. Was that it? No. In 1981, Cerrone recorded "A Long Run Home," <sighs> a song released as a seven-inch single on the Real Dreams label. The song, written by Carl Henry and Bill Hudak and recorded in Newington, Connecticut, is sung from the point of view of a Nork baseball player visiting a New York stadium during a snowstorm. The record sleeve notes that Rick Cerrone's royalties will be donated to the Italian Earthquake Victims Fund. The single failed to chart in the U.S. Guys. That's obscure. That sounds like possibly the greatest... Thing ever. We don't need to talk about anything else for the entire episode as far as I'm concerned. This is now about the hunt for Rick Cerrone 7. I want to know about the Italian earthquakes fund. Victims fund. Is that <laughs> Americans suffering from earthquakes that are Italian or is it just specifically like... <laughs> Can I just walk this back for a second to make sure I'm understanding? Yes. So yes. this song is told from the point of view of a baseball player from Newark, New Jersey, who for some reason is in a major league baseball stadium that is covered in snow. So are we... During a snow... Is that, am I under, did I misunderstand this or this is correct? It's like Bruce, Bruce Springsteen-ish. So he broke into... It is sung from the point of view of a Newark baseball player visiting a New York stadium during a snowstorm. So it's about Rick Cerrone breaking into Yankee Stadium in the winter. This is what this song must be about. Because it does not snow really during baseball season ever. Yeah, how do I find this? Maybe late October. Even that would be... Rick Cerrone and the Dusty Road Band. Went back, he's like, do I want to come back? The snow is falling. It's cold out. Do you think... My career's fizzling out. How do we find this? I wonder if he wore a, a batting helmet while he was recording this song. Like, Rick, we can't fit the cans over your head. Can you take off that batting helmet? No. Plus, they had the... Uh, I never take it off. The old school ones where your fro would come out. There was really no like support. It was just a giant uh, Sunday helmet <laughs> that you put on for like looks. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. They did not protect you in any way. He's got that good... Uh, he does have the... The good Newark Italian fro. He definitely does. Guys, there's something really weird, too. When you try to Google this song, a bunch of... Gotta be on YouTube. No, it's not. And also, a bunch of websites and other languages come up. But they have pictures of Rick Cerrone. Like Italian? No, there's like one here in Arabic. There's one that seems to be related to the Hmong people of Southeast Asia. This whole thing is weird, man. How do we find this song? I did. You, I found the record. No way. Play it. I sure did. How much is it? Like to buy it? Yeah, to buy it. Um, is he in the Hall of Fame? Was I wrong on that? I don't believe that he is in the Hall of Fame. Let's also remember, too, one of the major things that we all knew about him was he was the guy who brought back the Nork Bears. When the Nork Bears relaunched briefly, that was because Rick Cerrone pushed I it. I feel like they were around for a long time. They, you know what I mean? Like No, he, he was not the original owner. The original owners of the Nork Bears sold it to Rick Cerrone. Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely certain. He was not he 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 eventually terrible investment. Took yeah, took control of the team and and ran it into the ground. Um the combination of Rick Cerrone and uh Essex County uh poor management. Too much skimming. I think he hired too many of his uh 
Goombot's friends to to operate concessions. I feel like if we can find Rick Cerrone a long run home, that would be the greatest musical victory. It's got to be out since there we, since we discovered the Martian Hop. Yeah, I thought that we got to start playing that more at the uh, live shows. The Martian Hop. Be like, oh, that was such a good time. How do I find this fucking song? This is all gotta be there I want in my life no it's not nick i'm telling you i'm searching everywhere i can't find it i mean i found it to purchase but i've not found a copy where of uh it's on it, it's on ebay and discogs have copies he's in the um the college baseball hall of fame first time at seton hall really i'm not kind of hall of fame setonian Oh my God! The album cover is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's amazing. It's like a a, a pencil, like a pencil drawing of Rick Cerrone. With a, I kind of have to buy this, right? I was considering also purchasing this. Uh, you guys gonna have to bid against each other. What if me and Mike? What if there's multiple copies for sale? What if the uh, the price starts getting driven up, and it turns out me and Mike D. In a bidding war. I'm buying it right now. I'm buying this seven inch prized possession. On Spotify now. Firm and pay. So Long Branch native Rick Cerrone once put out a song about a Newark baseball player breaking into Yankee Stadium during a snowstorm. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Well, he's, he's actually a Newark native who set roots in, right? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So right. yeah he's Everybody bounced here. around Jersey. Big time Jersey guy though. There has to be an MP3 version of this or, or a, a version that we can listen to online. It's shocking that I can't find it. Long here we go. GeoCities. I found something on GeoCities. Really? Rick Sorose sings his own inimitable style, a song called A Long Run Home. Where did you by Carl Henry and Bill Hudlick. Yeah, where? Do you see an actual GeoCities.ws? I'll find, let me get the link. Hold on. Link in the private chat. We have to play this. Oh my gosh. Look at the album. Allows if you are not a robot. Oh, Rick Cerrone sings. I'm with you. It has that beautiful picture. Beautiful pencil drawn picture of former Yankee. What is this that it just took me to? It's some weird like. What is this? It's a scam. Is it? Son of a bitch. I'm not clicking on it. You made me click on some link that... Uh, no, probably being... For our extension, yeah. Somebody probably using my credit card in a different continent now. Yeah, right. Not good for them. I hope to put the entire... Wait. I just found the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Guys, this website you sent me to, Nick, it has the weirdest thing ever. And I want to know who's going to try it. But it's, I'm not clicking on anything. It's worse than that. It says, I hope to put the entire... This is the strangest thing I maybe have seen on the internet in 15 years. I hope to put the entire song on this page in MP3 format in the near future. Until then, you can listen to a one-minute clip of the beginning of the song. Oh. To hear the clip, call toll-free, and then it lists a 1-800 number and has an access code. What is that? You have to call the number. <laughs> Experience for yourself the indescribable passion of that multi-talented, multifaceted superstar Rick Cerrone. Your world will never be the same. Who's doing that? I can't call this number. You have like I have an uh, old work phone. I could use that. I've just purchased the Rick Cerrone seven inch. So did I. So did I. We're both now proud owners. Okay, wait. I'm gonna call this one eight hundred number and see if it plays me a minute. Call from like Google Voice or something. I should have called from the New Jersey's the world phone. <laughs> Ooh, we can hear it. That's awesome. Hello, and please listen carefully as our menu options may have changed. Calls are recorded for quality assurance. 
We're very excited to tell you about a special promotion for select callers. This will only take a moment. By answering just a few questions, we will find out if this offer is right for you. Yeah. Are you or is someone in your household 50 years of age or older? Yeah. Rick's one for you. <laughs> Do you like Rick's? If you Rick, or someone in your household is Rick's, 50 years of age. Rick Sharon. Calling in today, <laughs> you have the opportunity to receive special pricing on TV, internet, and phone service. I want Rick Sharon. Direct TV is your source for the ultimate in entertainment. Rick Bundle Direct Cerrone. TV and high speed internet from AT and I'm just gonna enter this access code on this site. Oh, it's ringing. Oh God. Okay. Thank you for calling Direct TV. Para español o prima el ocho. It's a lot of work to get somebody to like. Hello. Calls recorded for quality. Please tell me a phone number or the AT and T account number associated with your service. Nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero. New Jersey is the world. Rick Cerrone. One moment while I pull up your account information. I want Rick Cerrone. Where's Rick Cerrone? The number is going to get slammed. I have your number as nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero. Is that correct? Rick Cerrone. I may speak with Rick Cerrone. What product are you calling about? Calling about uh, hearing the first minute of the song A Long Run Home by Rick Cerrone. The Dusty Road Band. There we go. You may be able to lower the monthly cost of your home internet or prepaid wireless service if you are eligible for the federal government's affordable <laughs> connectivity program. Go oh, to att.com slash ACP for details. I already, Please wait while we connect you with a customer service perfect. professional. I already got a weird pop-up that says my system's infected here to clean. Oh, that means it's... From whatever this website is. That means it's okay. See if this person can play me. Mm. Thank you for calling AT&T. My name is Amanda. How may I help you? Hi, Amanda. I feel like I might be on a wild goose chase here, but strangely enough, I found a website that said if I called the number on the, on the screen that it would play me the first minute of a song called A Long Run Home by former Yankees catcher Rick Cerrone. I don't know if you know anything about that. Not currently. Let's get your account pulled up and see if we can uh, further understand this issue. What's your phone number associated with your account? I'm just going to hang up there because now I'm wasting someone else's time. <laughs> Amanda doesn't deserve that. Amanda doesn't deserve She seemed that. like she was into it, though. I'm telling anyone listening, though. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Get it for two ninety nine. How much did you pay for it? Hello? Thank you for calling AT&T. My name is Amanda. I believe our call just recently got disconnected. Yeah, Amanda, I, I feel bad. I, I don't want to waste your time. It, it is really strange. There's a, an old GeoCities website with a number that said I could hear this song if I played it, and then it connected me to you, and I realized it's a, it's a waste of your time, so I don't want to waste more of your time. Okay. I'm just going to keep trying it's to check. not an AT&T concern. No, it's a very... What happened is a very strange website. I don't know if this is some sort of prank, but I'm on a I'm on a mission here to find the song A Long Run Home by uh, former Seton Hall Pirates catcher Rick Cerrone. Um, okay. And for uh, some reason, it's connected. I don't want to waste your time. Yes, sir. I, I, you can go ahead and disconnect the call again, then. I'm so very sorry about that. No, no, please. I'm so sorry. Thank you for everything. Oh, I just got another weird fucking pop-up from whatever this dumb website is. God damn it. Imagine that. Imagine if we found a weird number where if you call it, it plays you recordings of Rick Cerrone singing. I I actually think it's our mission once we uh, receive our vinyl in the mail that we start a number <clears throat> where we're, we're as a public service where people can call and hear the first minute of the Rick Cerrone song. 
That would be a really good thing to do for the world. It would, man, because I bet the guy's got pipes. He's a professional athlete. It's not even on like YouTube. Jeez. It's nowhere. I'm shocked that this does. It is nowhere. It's only got one vote on Discogs, and it's... Uh, There's some weird interview with him. Two stars. Rick Cerrone. Real Dreams Records. What else did Real Dreams Records put out? Here's something in a foreign language. Fucking Andy Stankiewicz. I wonder if this is a... <laughs> the, the, the Dave Rigetti... Uh, the da- Dave Rigetti sings the classics. That was perhaps the most amazing tangent we've ever gone down on a deep dive and that's saying a lot i think part of the problem with this is actually an internet technology related problem which there appears to be a somewhat popular band called sarone uh oh you think so and i well i can tell and and from what they they seem to be like some kind of a cross between abba and boney m and when I'm searching for Sarone's song and Sarone music, a band called Sarone seems to be clogging up all the mm-hmm. all the uh, SEO space there. I think that might be the problem. That if we if we dig deep enough, we can probably find the actual Rick Sarone. You're the master of this, Mike D. I'm gonna find. Now I'm on a mission. If Mike D can't find it, then it doesn't exist on the internet. This is like if you saw this at a, like a. Oh. A flea market, you would buy this just because of the front cover. I just bought a copy. <laughs> like, I'll admit to that. I literally actually just ordered a copy of this. Probably like pristine. I ordered one that says it's never been played. So I might have like virginal Sarone. Virginal Sarone vinyl. Wax on the way to my house. He Rick Sarone is in the National College Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's it. The uh... As a Seton Hall Pirate. Uh, whatever that website was, it's now already infecting my computer with endless pop-ups god damn it man all i want to do is hear journeyman catcher rick cerrone sing a little bit now my computer's all fucked up that's not right would would it be any type of balm for your soul if i dug up a local boston or boston area tv commercial for rick cerrone did for an old mobile dealership in the late 80s would that make you feel any better Oh, it's probably yeah. Something. That would make me feel great. Very lo-fi. I hope that make me feel great. Let's see who else is from? One of the guys from Comic Book Men with Kevin Smith lives in Long Branch. All right, the keyboardist from Parliament Funkadelic is from Long Branch. That's good. I was listening to P Funk earlier this evening. How's it hold up? So good. Yeah, really fun music, right? I mean, I Maggot. I would do a whole podcast episode just about how amazing Maggot Brain is. I mean, that record is ridiculous. A lot of good football players came out of Long Branch. Uh, Bruce Springsteen was born in Long Branch. Raised in Freehold, but born in Long Branch. Oh, and also one of the people, a physicist who invented one of the key components of nuclear weaponry. Always in Jersey. Oh, look, wait. Birthplace of both Bruce Springsteen and Fred Schneider from the B-52s. Pretty solid track record. I thought he was a Bellevillian. Who? From the B-52s, right? Maybe he was just born in Long Branch. Maybe. Trombonist from uh, Asbury Jukes. There's also a guy named Adam Serafian who's from Long Branch, who is an American geologist who advanced has advanced theories about the origin of water on Earth. Oh, but also as a pole vaulter, set the New Jersey State High School record and won the national championship in 2004. Dorothy Parker is from Long Branch. 
Now that's a significant thing. Long Branch is pretty badass, huh? One of the most quotable Americans to, to ever live. Really? Dorothy Parker's hilarious. Yeah. Huh. I like a drink, one at most, two I'm under the table, and three I'm under the host. That's like my favorite Dorothy Parker quote. That's not bad. She's she's a, a clever one. That's not bad. But does she have a rest stop? No, but she should have a rest stop more than some of the other people that do, I think. Uh. So bad. They would just have to permanently station state troopers at the entrance and exit to stop people from drunk driving in and out. The John Bon Jovi rest stop area is worse now than it was before. Really? Change the name back, baby. Cheesequake or die. It's so cheesy when you go in. There's so many athletes and badass notable people from Long Branch. It's overwhelming. Olympians... They fart out Olympians, like West Orange farts out criminals. I think they had like uh, those really, really good high school sports programs. Oh, God damn it. I'm getting pop-ups left and right. I can't believe you actually opened it. That's crazy. Oh, God. What ha- what's happening? I'm like, this is going to fuck up my shit, isn't it? Chris, when you said, oh, the keyboardist for Parliament Funkadelic is from... Long Branch, you under sold, you know, sold that. That Bernie Worrell is from Long Branch. I mean, he is... He, legendary, legendary funk musician. Yeah, that's a name even I know. I can't believe... Dude, Frederick Douglass lived in Long Branch. I can't believe this many people. The fuck is going on in Long Branch? It's the most interesting town in the goddamn world. Frederick Douglass lived there. Bruce Springsteen and the guy from the B-52s were born there. What the hell is happening? One of the members of the Grateful Dead, Tom Constantin... You might know about that, Mike D. I don't know what that is. Yeah, he was a like a, a, a later later addition to the band, but yes, a member of the dead. So many NFL players. Plus they were like athletes when like it meant something. Winslow Homer? Oh now I have two pop ups going at once. Don't you have like blockers and stuff? I mean, listen, whoever these whoever these cyber criminals are that laid the bait, they knew I was they 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 knew. You you offer up a minute of Rick Cerrone related singing. And some little mouse is going to walk into that trap because they want that cheese. And turns out tonight that I was that little mouse that needed that cheese. God damn it. I mean, my computer might be fucked up, but <laughs> that, what do you do? Do you not take a chance that you're going to hear Rick Cerrone sing the first minute of a song he put out in the early 80s? That has to be the most low conversion crime ever. Guys, I got the best <laughs> idea of how we're going to make money. We're going to tell people they can get a free minute of a Rick Cerrone song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely the only person who's ever fucking fallen for that. Jeez Louise. Ever. On CBS Radio. <laughs> what a good thing that we stumbled into here with this show. I have to hear this song. Like, I'm in. It's driving me crazy. I'm physically uncomfortable right now that I can't hear this song. I'm going nuts. I'm going nuts. You guys are masters at this. I'm, dude. My computer is is jacked. You should have like a like a computer for doing stupid shit or something. I feel like there's one person that can answer this question for us. I believe he is my brother. He probably has it on vinyl. If anybody knows between seven inches and obscure baseball shit, yes. You want to call him? Uh, he might just be able to sing it for us, but you know, that would be worth it. He might know it. Probably is the person I just bought a copy from on eBay. <laughs> it's almost, he's putting it in the mail to my house right now. Let's see, my dad 
went to I, my dad went to Essex Catholic two grades ahead about two two days two grades ahead of Rick Sarone. Oh, that means her dad probably knew Rick Sarone. Uh, he said uh, he's a year younger than me, but he graduated two years behind me, so he graduated in seventy three. It was a huge school. There were about 650 guys in my class alone. I didn't know him. How come you want to know? And I said, just wondering. Because what am I, how am I going to explain this to my father? Currently trying to track down a 7-inch he put out in 1982. Looks like you can get it from the New York uh, Public Library system. You can? Held formats. Yeah. What kind of formats? I know. I'm looking right now. It says New York Public Library. One audio disc. Your dad said, Chris, that when, when you were a baby and you wouldn't fall asleep, he would put on the Rick's own seven inch to help you settle in for the night. Yeah. I, uh, he Apparently, the reason that I'm so hung up on like Jersey feeling disrespected and feeling so far away from stuff, and I've always had this chip on my shoulder, is because it was the narrative of a song that was drilled into me as an infant. That song, of course, being the hit. A Long Run Home by Rick Cerrone and the Dusty Road Band. That's also a good... Man, man. I would, the only thing that could make it better is if the Dusty Road Band was somehow fronted by professional wrestler Dusty Rhodes, a.k.a. the American Dream. Dusty Rhodes, take me home. Dusty Rhodes, take me home. Throw a ball to Rick Cerrone. <laughs> He's the catcher of the Yankees. Rick Cerrone. Take me home. Yankee Stadium. You know it's snowing. Yankee Stadium in the snow. Who is that? Rick Cerrone. How did he get in here? Someone arrest Rick Cerrone. There's a lot of pictures of him. This episode is the craziest thing we've done. All we've talked about for 40 minutes is a 7-inch by Rick Cerrone. Did you text Franny? I did. I did. Uh, I'm also going to text. You know who I'm going to text, too? Our friend Brian G. Oh, he's the other person who... I have a feeling that the response I'm going to get from my brother is going to be like, have you lost your mind? Um, I just texted Brian G., who has encyclopedic 7-inch knowledge of the early 80s, if he's ever come across a Rick Cerrone... A long run home. Take me home. Rick Cerrone in the snow. In the snow. He is crouched behind home. Because he's the catcher for the Seton Hall Pirates and the Yankees. And like 11 other teams, Rick Cerrone, he's got a fro. <laughs> He broke into Yankee Stadium in the snow. Oh, God. Hit the mix of the Shrewsbury River somehow in that. Oh, yeah. Um, Rick's. Oh, yeah. It is about Long Bridge after him. Brian G said he has not heard of it, but he looked it up on Discogs and it looks great. I mean, I can't believe there's not a, a compilation of terrible, you know, baseball songs or song, right, that this is on. And it doesn't seem to be existing anywhere. Maybe he was like so protective of it because all the proceeds went to the 1980s uh, Italian earthquake fund that like it never went through exhaustive uh, lengths to keep it off the internet. And my dad also just told me, here's an interesting piece of Essex, Essex County trivia. Ooh. Um, Marty Liguri graduated the summer before I started. 
He was the third high schooler to run a sub four minute mile. He ran in the 1968 Olympics. That's part of the reason why track and field was a huge sport while I was in high school. It was much bigger than football and baseball and basketball. Track's always been big and uh, very competitive. Jersey. Yeah. Well, it seems like all sports. My God, we are, you know. Jeez, it's going to drive me. You guys, this has been 42 minutes long. Like This is about as long as this episode needs to be. All right, I got to talk about something else. What else is happening now? No, I think we need to end it. What else are we going to talk? Oh, God damn it. I thought I figured out how to turn off those fucking pop-ups. Oh, God. Hopefully one of the pop-ups is like a Zoom call <clears throat> directly from Rick Sarone, oh where he God. individually sings the song to you. Can you imagine? I would love that. I would love it if they, when that seven inch comes to my house, it like never shows up. And when I email to ask where it is, they ignore me. And then on the first day where there's a blizzard, <laughs> who comes waltzing through the impenetrable snow? Then Rick own himself to knock on my front door and personally deliver personally a copy of his hit seven inch, A Long Run Home. Oh, also, you guys want to hear something that Don doesn't know that I don't think he'll, he's probably not going to listen to this. You know what I sent this fucking guy as his next thing to review? Rick own. I wish. I asked Rick Sarone's earlier. A four, I found out that that place up in Bergen County with the crumb cakes that made him go insane delivers like a sampler pack. So I sent them a four pieces of crumb cake, uh, cookies and cream. Oof. That's like red velvet and funfetti and original. So I sent him three, of, three of the four that made him lose his mind. That's going to be coming up later this month on New Jersey is the world. You're poking the bear. Funfetti. He's either going to love it and have to spend the whole episode apologizing to this small business or he's going to like actually not make it to the taping because he's going to, he's going to fucking beat his own brains in with Rick Sarone's bat. <laughs> Rick Sarone. You can't play his song in uh, public there because they outlawed public music in Long Branch. I mean, oh my God. I need to hear it. I need to hear this song. Okay, everybody. You can hear we're all obsessed. I think you're all obsessed too. The quest continues. Believe me, me and Mike D have both placed our orders. You better start. If you want this Rick Sarone 7-inch, everybody, you better order it fast because I got a feeling... Uh, the laws of supply and demand, just me and Mike D ordering this thing means that demand has gone up 10,000% than any time since 1982 when it came out. So if you want it, you better catch it now because these prices are going to go through the roof. And you better believe that when it's in our possession, we are going to play this song on New Jersey is the World. And we're going to air it out. And if Rick Cerrone has a problem with that, you come talk to me, okay, buddy? And you know who will face our judgment under? I'm not scared of Rick Cerrone. We'll face our judgment under God, just like your old days back at Essex Catholic. So me and you will have jug, and we will be judged, and we'll see. I think that this music needs to be released to the world, Cerrone. And if you got a problem with it, try and stop me. I think he'd, he'd probably like want to be, he seems like a good person that you'd want to have on or something like this. He seems like a jolly fellow who likes a good time. Oh, if we could interview Rick Cerrone and never ask him about baseball and only ask him about this, that would be my dream. We'll probably get sued for this, but I don't think I'll be able to stop myself from making a Rick Cerrone t-shirt for us. I just don't think I cannot do it. It just has to be the cover of that seven inch. It's got to have his head on it. It's got to have that album on it. That head. Yeah. Just the face from that. I even think just even the words about, because what's he going for there? Like a fake Zappa type vibe or is that just because of the hair? That was a, that was a picture from the boardwalk where you go get a, 
get a sketch done of yourself, like a caricature. It's like, I, I'm going to put this on the album cover. This is what I'm going for. Maybe that came first. Maybe he saw that and said, that looks like an album cover. I better put out a song. Yeah. We have to make that t-shirt tomorrow, Mike D. And then we got to announce it and tell everybody to buy it immediately before we get sued by former Yankees catcher Rick Cerrone. Oh, wait, I have I have a reply coming in. What do you mean a reply? From Franny? <laughs> From my brother. He says he, shockingly, being both a serious baseball person and a serious record collector, has never heard of this before. This is the great white whale of New Jersey. This can officially be certified. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Rick Cerrone yeah. single, A Long Run Home, is officially... It's the Ark of the Covenant. It's the Great White Whale. It's, I mean, this is a Don Quixote-esque quest. This is the Holy Grail of New Jersey ephemera. A copy of the Rick Cerrone single. And look, Mike D and I just purchased two of them. God bless you. And I can't imagine there's too many out there. So if you want one, everybody, it's time to grab it. But believe me, this t-shirt's coming down the pike faster than the fucking pitches Rick Cerrone used to catch. Okay, everybody. There's probably boxes of them in like a storage unit that he has that are all like melted together. <laughs> According to the Franimal, it seems very interesting. Sung from the point of view of someone in Nork, and it benefited Italian earthquake victims. Pretty awesome. That is a good summary. You know, if there's one person on earth hoarding dozens of copies of this, you know who it is. It's Brian. Rick Cerrone. Who else loves the Italian American community and has the world's biggest vinyl collection? Uncle Floyd. Oh, oh yeah. Well, good luck getting that from him. If there's one person hoarding copies of the Rick Cerrone seven inch, you know it's Floyd Vavino. Okay, everybody. This has been perhaps the most thrilling episode of Deep Dive I've ever participated in. This went so many of them is usually just me reading the specifics of brutal murders, and then yeah, we didn't even talk about who got murdered in Long Branch. Probably lots of people. A lot of people. It looked like when I looked it up. But look, we've stumbled into something even greater: the mystery of the Rick Cerrone Seven Inch Long Run Home, which shall be solved as soon as we can. And we all need to come together as a community and crack this one open. What if this song is fucking awesome? It's quite possible. It could be. Is there anything else by the Dusty Rhodes band? Like, they may look for that. Not that I could find. I looked. I think it might have been like a... Rick's just... They were made just to support Rick Cerrone. <laughs> it was like a Long Branch bar band from it like... It was Alvaro Espinosa and Dave Spaghetti. <laughs> It was home run Hassey. <laughs> uh, home run Hassey was on the base. I got this idea, guys. Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. 973-780-4660. If you got a copy of the Rick Cerrone song, please send it our way. If you know anything about this, and most importantly, if you can put us in touch with legendary Major League catcher, Seton Hall standout, Nork Bears owner, Rick Cerrone, we want to interview him pronto. I can do that. Actually, yeah, I feel like we're one degree separated through through people that you, that you both know as well. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're gonna get Cerrone. We're gonna get Cerrone. Everybody, get Cerrone. buckle the fuck up. Everybody, say Cerrone. Somebody, somebody's mother dated Rick Cerrone. Listen, probably. I feel like from West Orange. We well over a year ago we started releasing our episodes. It was probably two years ago we started working on this project, and I had no idea back then that it was all leading to this. To us discovering the fact that 
Rick Cerrone put out a seven inch that's impossible to find, and we're gonna hear this goddamn song. We might play this song and never release another episode of New Jersey's The World again. You guys understand that, right? No. We might need to keep this one in a safe, in a locked fireproof safe, till we're ready to end this whole goddamn project. Maybe we won't play it for the people. Maybe we keep it for ourselves and we uh, we make that the official ending of the whole thing. Or we'll get like uh, we'll get like one of the bands that or any of the musicians oh. that we know to like play it and we'll sing it. Oh, cover it. Yeah. We only do cover versions. Oh, it'd be so good. We should do that at our next live show. Everybody, thank you for listening. This one w- went someplace I never saw coming. Can't wait to see how it ends. Have a good day. listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce, Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Cobb, and Mike D. New Jersey is the World is produced and edited by Carson Cobb, Mike D, and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the World and on Instagram at New Jersey is the World. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the World at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the World on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the world. We have merch, which you can find at belowthecollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the world. New Jersey is the world, where New Jersey is the world.